want to get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky. What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 223 on Jantum Jantu January. January 20th, 2021. This is, of course, Inauguration Day. Did you see the inauguration? Oh, it was beautiful. Or at least that's what I was told to believe by the major news corporation. So, you know, there's, what am I going to do? Huh? Am I going to argue with the reality that's being crafted in front of my eyes? The gaslighting going on? Am I supposed to, I'm not going to watch. You know, here's the thing. I feel like Trump was the last gasp for the major news media outlets for establishment politics for any of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's all kind of gonna, it's not, I don't Who cares? Military industrial complex runs everything. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to move on. What are we going to do? Just rail and rail about it. It's been going on since the fifties. I mean, it's the whole reason I'm here. How could I, I and my family and many other families, many other people, in this great country of ours, would not be here were it for the actions of the military-industrial complex. So, you know what? Let's just, you know, we got to get on the winning side is what I'm saying. <laughs> let's come on, guys. Let's just let's just invade more countries. I say Biden should take us from 7 to 25. 28, nice round number, nice even number. So that it's like, you know, so that we could get to a hundred eventually. We should be in a hundred countries. Okay. There's like 200 countries, something like that. We should be in half of them. We should be fighting wars in at least half of the countries of the world. I mean, the other half is on our side, of course. And then maybe they'll switch sides. We'll switch sides. We'll arm one side against the other. Like, I guess that's us. We'll arm people against us. We'll have to start arming other countries to fight us on purpose in order to get, you know, more money, keep the same gravy train rolling. We're going to have to start paying off other countries to take our weapons and fight us so that we can fight them and then make more money, you know, because that's what we've done. Military industrial complex, you know, they've made war a big business and we need the business. You know, we need the money, guys. We need that money because that's the only thing we believe in. It's the only thing we care about. Beyond uh, being entertained, just want the bread and circuses. Bread, in this case, meaning money. And then circuses. Of course, that money may become completely valueless and uh, whatever. Hey, is history cyclical? Sure. Can we learn from it? I guess. But are we gonna? No. So I say we ride this rocket all the way up okay and jump off when you can jump off hopefully you buy yourself a parachute with that the the sweet sweet gains of whatever market you're playing what are you playing right now what are you doing huh you got tesla stock did you get in early on tesla did you get in early on it i i did and then i sold it i don't know i should have stayed in it but i didn't but whatever who cares it doesn't matter none of it is real this money doesn't mean anything what does it mean these are numbers what do these numbers mean doesn't mean anything you get into the Bitcoin, huh? Did you get in there? Because, you know, it hit all-time highs. Now it's going down. Now it's going up. I mean, am I paying attention to it? Yeah. Did I get into it? Yeah, but I got into it. 
a long time ago. Not well, I got into it a very long time ago, and then I sold it all for drugs. No, no, no. I bought Bitcoin because I wanted to get drugs, and then I ended up selling the Bitcoin I had because I wanted to get drugs. I mean, so the drugs and you know that you know started there, but now I've decided to become a responsible uh, investor or a response, at least learn about it. So I'm doing a lot of learning, getting really excited. You know, I get I get real excited when I learn stuff. I, it happened with uh, comedy. It happened with jujitsu. It happened with growing weed. It happened with uh, learning about growing mushrooms. It happened when I, I learn about stuff. I get really obsessed and I get uh, I get into it. Uh, when I learned about the markets, you know, I started with uh, forex markets and then stock market and then crypto markets and then ultimately I've r- arrived at like you know Bitcoin, uh, understanding why all these smart people are into Bitcoin and what it is about it, or at least trying to, and I'm doing my best. But one of the uh, people that really kind of like um, maybe opened some things for me, uh, like opened my eyes and opened my understanding a little bit about beyond, okay, I mean, there's tons of people online. There's tons of people online. I don't know. Does it start naming? Do I just start naming all these different people and podcasts online? I don't know. You know, <clears throat> if you're not into all this Bitcoin news, it doesn't matter. But this guy uh, named Safadine Amos wrote a book called The Bitcoin Standard, and he had this podcast. Uh, I listened to one of his episodes, and it was uh, about how time is truly the most valuable thing that we have like time versus anything everything loses value against time and time is the only thing you can never get back and time is the thing that you'll pay for right and um part of the reason why the global economy why we're all in this sort of uh the state we're in is because we have devalued our time preference that's what he calls it time preference you know we've i i i'm probably gonna fuck it all up I don't know if we lowered it. I think we lowered it or something. Basically, uh, because we have cheap money, credit now, we don't think about saving any of it. There's no point in saving any of it. We've sort of, you know, like because of climate change, because of this or that, we're like coming civil war or whatever, we're basically like, uh, there might not even be a tomorrow. You know, do nuclear war, whatever we have. We've had generations of this really right with the military industrial complex going on. I'm sure that had something to do with it. I, you can't tell me that having 50 years, 60 years of a military industrial complex doesn't affect the cultural mindset of people and especially the mindset of how they spend money, especially when you couple the fact that you um, unlinked your currency from something like gold in order to fight more wars in the 70s especially when you consider that you can see that you know uh we're in this um mindset where we don't value time we don't value anything we only value money and the only thing you do with money is spend it to get stuff or you try to make more of it Right. That's it. It's this, this, this fucking cycle of just like, ah, getting trapped, you know, and it's hard to break out of the cycle because it's very um, super addictive. It's connected to your survival. Right. Your needs like you need money to live. So it's it. you have an inherent stake in having more of it. You need more of it. 
right? You want to get more of it. You know, it makes you want to get as much as possible until you never have to worry about it again. And then what? Then you just get more and more and then you die, right? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. Uh, but I do feel like that is something I've learned in terms of like what gives Bitcoin value. The fact, you know, one of the facts about it is that it is, um, there's limited supply. It'll never get larger than a certain amount. So you can't just debase it like they do with the dollar. You can't just make more and be like, ta-da, like ta-da, now there's more. You know, it's it will just be more and more divided. But there because of the sum total, you can basically plan out the pricing of it. And there, there's things you can do because there's this reliable curve of when it's coming out and it also allows you ah, i don't want to get all into it but i'm just saying man like uh, of all the things going on to me right now uh, i'm super excited about bitcoin crypto is a whole other thing but i don't know is it speculation is it speculation is it all tulips is this all uh, do you remember do you know the story about the tulips back in the day the the tulips that was like one of the first futures markets so people would just be buying it's like shares and future tulips right it's like you buy a share of this future and you are guaranteed a hundred tulips in the future right and then everybody's like buying this mar- and it became this huge bubble because demand for tulips is high, huge bubble. Apparently, uh, one of the most prized tulips back then, the cost of one could get you a house. Like the cost of a house. <laughs> I feel like a tulip being like over six figures now, right? Like that's the kind of speculation mania that there was, right? Tulips, you gotta get the tulips. Ah, you imagine people going crazy over tulips, like people are going crazy over Tesla stock or people are going crazy over Bitcoin or whatever. You know, people that, it's like people just, um, because it's all psychological, you see. It's all crowd psychology and they all pile in and they're like, ah, until the bubble burst, bam. So is this what this is? Am I, is it, am I cryptoing through the tulips? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, is that what's going on? I, I it's not like I've, sunk everything into it but it's very interesting it's very interesting to see because is it mania i mean isn't the stock market mania i mean i'd say right there uh people are people keep asking the question hey how come the stock market keeps going up but the economy is not doing well and then every time you look it's like the stock market keeps going up but the economy sucks <laughs> it keeps going up and i wonder why i wonder why right and there's many Many different answers. Everybody has answers, but really, it does seem funny, right? It does seem too good to be true. Is it? I mean, is it possible though? Is it possible it's just going to keep going up? It can just keep going up and up forever, forever? No, never. Nothing's forever, right? And then that brings us back to time, right? Time being the ultimate value, right? You can't, can't. You don't know. You can't predict. You if you keep living for now, then of course the number just keeps going up. Just living for now, living for now. Yeah, yeah. Yoloing. You know, you got all these guys on Robinhood, uh, like Wall Street bets, like uh, fucking just millions of people. Just I think they're doing a thing with GameStop right now. They just you just like pick a single stock and meme it, and then just have millions of people just fucking trying to affect the market. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what's going on now. How is this, any of this real? How's any of this? Is it any of it? It's real in the sense of the dollar, what you get out of it. That's what you extract, right? This is the values you're supposedly extracting from trading. You know, that's supposed. That's the value, right? But now 
we are definitely with the uh, inauguration of Biden. So Biden's come in. You got a Democrat-controlled Congress, right? You got Janet Yellen and the Fed saying we need to go big. The so people are they're gonna go fucking big. They're gonna rain money everywhere. Money just being rained. Hopefully on Main Street, but. On the other hand, that, of course, will now devalue the currency and so on and so forth. I've been listening to, um, uh, so this is like my evolution, right? Like I said, I had to learn TikTok or the Wall Street Journal. Pick the journal. The journal became too expensive, 24 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever. It was like a month. It was ridiculous. And I was getting the same news online. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do the journal. I stopped the journal. Listen to like Jim Cramer. Right, Kramer, mad money. He's like, buy, sell, buy, buy, and it's all. It's like got this talk, this morning zoo radio element. He's supposed to be crazy, but he's like got fucking Nancy Pelosi coming on there, and he's like pumping CrowdStrike as a company, and and it's NBC. So I'm just like, okay, this is like the military industrial complex's fun wacky stock show. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. So I don't know. I just stopped. I mean, it, on some. On some level, it's cool to know. It's good to know what, like, what are the mainstream people think or whatever, but whatever. I just started listening to, like, uh, I just started listening to Real Vision. You should start listening to that. Fucking Raul Paul. The macroeconomic shit. Uh, there's, like, a macroeconomic podcast I've been listening to. A lot of economic stuff. So I've moved on from the journal. I've gotten Joe Rogan, right? I've got, you know, like... From comedy, it used to be like Comedy Central and The Tonight Show and improv and all that stuff. And then, you know, the post-Joe Rogan era is like listening to podcasts and finding like people who are off the grid, right? Wanting to be off the grid myself, right? Um, and so it's the same with things like finance news or economics and even shit like Bitcoin. And then you start listening to these people, start realizing, okay, these people aren't retards. You know, in fact, they're actually super smart. They're also not like uh evangelists they're not like yeah you got to do that you know they're not like um some of them become it because of the logic involved uh but the good the, the thing is that there are these voices out there and it's good that there are different voices out there and of course what we see now is that it's very possible if you have a voice that is different and not agreeable with the dominant voice you could be silenced silence silence right and i think that's cool um i mean what yeah that's very chinese they're trying to be chinese i guess and that's fine um i do want to make a segue i do you know i'm talking about all this stuff right talking about all this stuff but uh the first dinosaur butthole has been found and i think that that's important news um yeah you know i Apparently, the dinosaur butthole is um, its a cloaca, like many of us assumed. Um, and I just like the article. The article's first line just says, this was a multi-purpose hole. And I think <laughs> that's fucking, I think that fucking fits, uh, that fits everything. It fits everything that's going on right now. You know, that's what we need. That's what America needs is a multi-purpose hole. That's what we all need in our lives. It's a multi-purpose. That's what we're trying to fill in our lives is a multi-purpose hole. We're, we're trying to, maybe that's the problem. That's why we can't fill these holes because they're multi-purpose holes. They're cloacas. They're not, they're not, there's no distinction between excrement, you know, between shitting and between fucking, right? Between creating life 
and pooping out what you just ate between the waste the waste created from your body the uh you know the fucking byproduct of being alive versus creating new life who will also then poop and shit itself all the time for years for years until it can finally clean itself and then you can i guess get it to do some chores or whatever i don't really know but here's the thing the dinosaur butthole right i think it's perfect in terms of what we need uh, or what we're trying to satiate with this behavior that's been kind of, I don't know, our culture is really one of consumption. It's really one of rapaciousness, right? It's really one of like um, not giving a fuck, like putting it all in, but at the same time being uh, the victim, you know, uh, praising victimhood at the same time, you know, being feeling like the enemy, the other, you know, feeling like the other is the reason why everything's fucked up. Everything's fucked up because those guys, right? And if only our guy was in there, then those guys would not be fucking fucking everything up and each side believes uh that that's what's going on and this i guess goes down to politics but not just politics i mean it goes into apple versus android or ford versus ferrari or whatever like all these fucking so you know whatever uh superman versus batman these like sort of uh competing binary camps that we do in order to have conflict because i think manufactured conflict is very good for business you know it's like one of like a fake rap beef or something you know drums up business it's it's good people like it people love it people love it but is that what's gonna happen i mean it seems like with uh biden coming in nothing crazy's happened trump's out right uh the news is on board now this is the news the government um big tech right they're all working together so you got big business right that so now let's throw in uh big pharma you got big oil you got big tobacco right big tech soon we'll have big weed yeah get in there right combining with big state they're all in and big media all the big entities are now finally they got they got their place back. The establishment is back, baby. The empire has struck back. You know what I'm saying? Like they're back. Good for them, right? Because they had a they had a rough run there those last four years, right? They really gave Trump a shot, and look at look at what happened, right? Look at what happened. Look at they uh, there was a pandemic and uh, crashing the economy. Uh, you know, rushing the capital. Uh, possibly election interference. Whatever. It doesn't matter threw everything at the guy and they finally got back in good on them this, you know the empire was the underdog right is that that's the hilarious thing is the empire is the underdog okay but yeah the empire is the underdog great the underdog's back in power they're all back in power it's a unilateral power elite is now in i'm sure everything will be fine now i'm sure they'll fix everything I'm sure everything will get fixed we all know because that's what happens right absolute power leads to better things and improvement in humanity that's everybody knows that saying absolute power leads to absolutely great things absolutely great life a great life comes from absolute power right <sighs> or is it what power corrupts but absolute power corrupts all the bad things and turns them into good things and everything's good for the rest of your life that's how it goes 
and I'm I think we should be happy to be here. We should be happy. You know, I like to say that, you know, it's like we're we're in Rome. We're in Rome, right? And and it's it, it we're not quite in Rome yet. See, here's the thing about Rome. Rome had uh, patricians and plebeians, right? Pats and plebs. And the whole pats and plebs. And uh and I like to joke about how we're heading toward neo-feudalism or some kind of, you know, techno-aristocracy or you know, whatever. And it's like a neo-Roman whatever like uh, plutocracy. All that stuff. I love to joke about <laughs> I'll have to joke about it. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Um, but we're not quite there. You know, we're not quite there. We're not quite at the pats and plebs. We, we, or perhaps we are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe we are there. Maybe that's what all these tent cities are around my neighborhood. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. The, uh, with the whole economy being crushed and people being driven to the streets and like, you know, people just living. They're just living in tents. Uh, on the streets tons of them i mean i don't know uh what i i wish somebody would get rid of <laughs> that's it you know that's it and that's where we're at. maybe the plebs plebs will be the homeless masses that i want to entertain perhaps and the the pats will be the lords and ladies of google or whoever you know the fucking the houses the different tech houses and the different lord lord of Pfizer and it's the Exxon, Baron of Exxon, whatever. All you know, this is this is the new sort of structure we're in, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. All I know is that the elites have won for now, and they've created a genius narrative of being both the rebels and the empire, multi-purpose whole, right? We are, the, we are both a multi we're neither one or the other we don't distinguish okay we don't distinguish we're both we're the rebels and the empire same but different multi-purpose whole okay that's us that's we <laughs> that's how great that's how great we have it we're way better than Rome you get me you understand we get to have it all and we get to have nothing that's fucking are you kidding me who uh, nobody has been able to do this in the history of humanity well i don't know i don't know if they have i mean if they have where are they huh they're not here they're not here in the good old you you i don't know i mean could the usa break apart sure but then every state will then get to be like we're the fucking best and they can fucking start fighting each other i don't know a lot of exciting things could happen Okay, but of course, thank goodness we have the military-industrial complex, or of course, the Mickey Matt, the military-industrial, congressional, intelligence, media, academic, think tank complex, which that's, if you think about it, that's everybody. That's everybody. That's, I mean, in the elite class, you know, the elite class. That's everybody. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Get What are you going to fight them? You're going to be like, I'm going to, you're going to be like the guy in Tiananmen Square, uh, red, like fucking... Uh, stopping the tanks. Remember the guy stopping the tanks, and everybody's like, "What a hero! What a hero!" You know what they do to that guy if those cameras weren't there? They just squash him. They actually did squash a few back there that you didn't see. But this guy, they were like, "This guy's on camera." And they're like, "Okay, fuck, can't do anything. Can't do anything on camera." Thank God now with uh media and big tech censorship, you know, in China you could, they could get away with it now. In China they could totally squash someone. They're probably squashing people every day. They're probably running over tanks just filled. There's just squadrons of tanks running over children every day in China. And 
no one will ever know. Okay, because they have um, complete control over all their information. And that's where we're headed. We're headed to where tanks will be squashing all of our children or whoever, whoever, whoever they're squashing, left right, left wing, whatever, Antifas or Proud Boys or whoever, you know, tanks will squash them all and no one will know. It will be like it was a mostly peaceful tank squashing that happened in Washington today. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be wonderful. It'll be wonderful. We'll be kept in the dark of no idea that they're doing it because that's what's coming. That's what's coming, right? So then, so what is the point? Why even get wrapped up in any of it? I don't, I'm, I'm just tapping out on news. News was entertaining because they hated Trump so much. And, uh, Trump, and Trump made it all entertaining, but now it's not entertaining. Now it's just, I mean, I guess it's kind of a weekend of Bernie's-ish type of entertainment where you see Biden, this corrupt, demented old man doddering around and I guess we're supposed to feel safer with him in the nuclear football. Well, I guess in some ways because he, the whole establishment's behind him. So even if he goes, they'll put her in. They got a plan, and let's just let them have the plan, okay? Because it just is. L- listen, listen. They didn't kill the guy. They didn't kill Trump. You know, they didn't JFK the guy. They got him out, right? They got their guy in. They did it bloodlessly. Just let him. I mean, those few people die. I mean, people died here and there, sure. But I'm just saying overall. They didn't fuck everything out. There's just a smooth transition back to the empire. And I think that's, they went from rebel to empire, multipurpose hole. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Multipurpose hole is really, the dinosaur butthole is really, to me, the most important thing. Okay. I didn't watch the inauguration. I didn't care about that. I care about the dinosaur butthole. Okay. The dinosaur, (laughs) the dinosaur butthole is us all. Okay? We are the multi-purpose hole. And you cannot fill a multi-purpose hole. Do you understand? You cannot fill a multi-purpose hole. And especially with money. Especially because money is going to become more and more uh, worthless. Like worth, not worthless as in like it doesn't, isn't worth anything, but worth less. It's going to the price, you know, your purchasing power, whatever, whatever they say. It's going to go down. Okay? Sure, we want the free money. You're like, give us the free money. Yay. Yay. Give us the minimum wage. Raise it. Yay. But at what cost? See? We don't realize what the economic cost of all that is. Um, and we just do it anyways. We're like, yeah, with that, you know, what's the cost? What's the cost of going to war in a million countries? Let, uh, let's make it a hundred countries, a hundred days of masks, a hundred countries of war. hundred... <sighs> A hundred countries at war. Let's, why we should declare war on a new country every day. The first 100 days of Biden's uh, new, uh, you know, term, I think we'll have a hundred days of masks and a hundred days of declaring war. All right. So what's it all mean then? What's this all mean then? All this, you know. We got the uh, the empire is coming back. Everything is coming back to normal. Business they're gonna be open up. Vaccine vaccinate everybody. Everything will be fine. There, there will be no more civil unrest. Everybody, there will be no more. At least we won't show it to you. Yeah, they will just keep making money. Keep doing war. Keep doing the thing. Everybody will just keep it. Keep this going. Just keep. Don't you want to keep this going? Don't you want free things? Don't you want the money coming from the sky? Don't you want them to just pour money? Pour some money on me, yeah, in the name of blah. You know, don't you want that? Don't you want to just just have money everywhere? Never worry about it again. Why not have 
a million dollars to everybody. Let's just give everybody a billion dollars. Fuck it. What? It doesn't mean anything. Give them all a trillion. Trillions of dollars for 300 million people. That nothing could go wrong. What could go wrong? Nothing. Okay? The more, the merrier, right? More is more. Some people say less is more. I say more is more. Keep pumping it. It'll never pop. Bubbles don't pop. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they just could become planets until they go into the sky and they orbit the sun and then they, they become their own suns and then they just keep going and going and it'll never collapse in on itself you know and then create something like a black hole where other things get sucked in and destroying everything around it that will never happen that never happens in the universe that never will happen at all okay that's never happened in history we've never seen any of these cycles in history debt cycles never seen anything like that of empires devaluing their currency overextending them with with war having a whole population of people becoming more and more degenerate and checking out of society and then ultimately everything collapses that's never happened like rome that's never happened stop it stop stop it uh, that's wrong think that's wrong think Okay, that's that's from uh, George Orwell. You're being very Orwellian. Okay, <laughs> that's the, you're not thinking the right way. Okay, remember in 1984 they say proles and animals are free. So perhaps that's you know that's what why it pays to be a pleb, right? Why it pays to be a pleb or an animal, I guess. I, I maybe I choose to be an animal because I don't want to be a prole. Uh, I'm not uh, into commies personally. I had a very commie, a uh, lot of indoctrination from the commies, and I, I empathize. I get it, but I'm just not, uh, I'm not really with it, with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, <laughs> not with it. Um, so I guess I'm an animal. I'm, I, I choose to be free. I, I want to be. I'm trying to be free. I'm trying to be free of a lot of constructs, um, free of systems that we're trapped by man uh you know just uh, hmm. it's hard to describe but it's not nothing it's an almost cliche what i'm saying though right like i i'm saying like you know uh decentralized independent media right like just it's no different from like people used to read zines and shit and have like alternative rock right like just trying to uh, uh, i'm not necessarily anti-corporate but i don't buy in to the dominant corporate narrative okay i think there are alternative alternative i'm mean, like you know there's always been alternative people whatever and so now that's here you know I, the only thing i've never been alternative on is comedy never been into alternative comedy because alternative comedy is was actually dominant comedy that's actually interesting alt comedy was not mainstream it was actually mainstream comedy it's become mainstream comedy to even call it all comedy it's it's kind of like a double speak lie it's just like you know it's just like uh calling the what we do the war on terror right like operation freedom uh iraqi freedom or whatever <laughs> like these fucking really bizarre uh names that we come up with that seem to just be like man are we fucking joking like are, are we serious like are we <laughs> We really, I think we do. We do mean it. I think we do mean Iraqi freedom. We think we are doing this, you know? So we're just like well-meaning, psychopathic retards, it seems like. I mean, there's some brilliance to it all, but there's a re total retardation as well. But that seems, it just seems to be working. I don't know why. I mean, it just seems to be, I guess, you know, 
It's just through the might and will of the American people, we can keep this thing fucking going. Like I said, 100 wars. 100 wars. We could declare war on half the world and get them on both sides. I'm telling you, that's the way out of this whole thing. Ron Paul, you're wrong. Um, okay. Uh, so anyways, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? I don't know. I guess it's the same as it ever was, huh? Same as, same as it ever was. I feel like the military-industrial complex got together and was like, all right, listen, we need war, but we don't want, like, world war, I guess. We need to find the right balance of wars where it's not so destructive that everybody loses money and gets mad at us, but at the same time, it's, like, it's destructive enough where people, are, you know, they need weapons, they need ammo, they need, you know, it creates a demand. We got a whole business going on here, you know what I mean? We got to be a little get rich off this, you know what I mean? Um, and we need that going. So what could go wrong? What could go wrong? You know, all, all of this has been propped up to let to to let that go on. And every president that's been in there has been for that or else they're outed. They're either killed or, you know, they're, they're trumped, right? Like, they're just, get out of there. Get out of there. We don't want you. We want the corrupt guy who acts the way we wanted to act. The stable corrupt man. We don't want the crazy corrupt guy. The stable corrupt guy. Get the stable, a stable corrupt hand at the corrupt wheel of this machine. We don't want a crazy guy. It's already crazy enough. We want the corrupt, we want the, the corrupted guy who's stable. I mean, is he? I guess. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think things that matter are, are have you worked on the things you needed to work on in your life? How are things going in your life? Are they going all right? Because none of this global financial system, what you know, uh, what are you going to do about that? The only thing I, I, I have come to with my forays into Bitcoin is the the meme, of course, going on right now of uh, staying humble, stacking sats, right? Matt O'Dell, Tales from the Crypt or Citadel Dispatch podcast. Matt O'Dell, he says that. Stay humble, stack sats. What does that mean? Uh, sats are, is short for Satoshis, which are increments of Bitcoin. 100 million Satoshis equals one Bitcoin. So don't think about trying to get Bitcoin. Think about stacking sats. Stacking sats is st one st sat equals a dollar one day. The fucking a hundred million of those equals a bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to have a full bitcoin. It doesn't mean anything. But, but maybe what you need to do is stack sats. Maybe just a little, just a little on the side. If you already have money put away in savings or whatever, you know. Um, listen to Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor talks about why he took his company's stra uh, micro strategy. Why he took his company's treasury. And he got his board to agree to put it all into Bitcoin, right? And ever since then, he's double, tripled his money, right? Fucking, but not only that, it's not about making more money because they already make money. They have tons of cash. The thing about it is that he believes that, you know, over time, we're coming back to the whole value of time thing. Yeah, full circle. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Over time, he's like, I'm sitting on a pile of cash. And basically, it's like a melting ice cube. Over time, with the rise, with all this money printing, the rise, the cost of, uh, you know, the goods rising, like all this stuff, like the money is not going to be, it's going to be, he calculated like 10% loss every year. 10% loss every year, right? So that means, so I'm just going to be losing money doing nothing. Or maybe I end up putting it into something like Bitcoin, into an asset. So they, he, looked into all the different assets gold stocks what should we do most companies put their shit in stocks like what do we do they decide you know what i'm gonna put it into bitcoin right and if you really uh, follow things like hard money okay well we were cut off there uh 
my memory card was full, whatever. It doesn't matter. Micro strategy, hard money, card money. Okay. Listen, stay humble, stack sats. Is that the answer? I don't know what the answer is. I honestly don't know, but I do see a compelling reason for it over say something like the U S dollar gold nuggets and bars, stocks, whatever, all the, all the traditional things I could see the argument for why you could allocate a portion of your money into Bitcoin just in case, just in case, just a small little bet. That's all I'm saying. No, no, I could see that. Could I also see you YOLOing into the crypto market and trying to make 100x? Hell yeah, motherfucker. You could do that. You could do that in stocks. You could do that. You could. You could. You could. That's what America's all about. You could do both. You could be a sound money, Austrian economics, uh, you know, just sort of save and fucking value investing, kind of Berkshire Hathaway Warren Buffett motherfucker. And you can be like a Elon Musk fucking put it all. Yeah, I don't give a fucking fucking. You got to let it all ride. Micro, micro strategies. Micro, you just fucking let it ride. Motherfucker, YOLO, Wall Street bets. You could do it. You could do all of that because we're a multi-purpose whole, right? We're the rebels. We're the empire. Doesn't matter. We could be both. We could be everything. We're all same but different. Yin yang. That's been the theme so far. <laughs> That's been what I've been ranting about for the past years. But you know, like we're like a yin yang nature of things, cyclical nature of things. The positive, negative, dark and the light. You know, they've always been at force, uh, at odds. The forces at odds, right? Like it's three thousand year old Chinese hippies philosophy right like it's been going on for a long time but now perhaps what we're seeing is an acceleration of it or perhaps that's the illusion of it i don't know hard to know that's why tapping out that's why perhaps the whole citadel mentality uh that's going around this idea of just creating your own little structures and you know i've been saying that about just like concentric circles the local sphere right just create your circles of trust right and create a you know like uh here's what i did i got off of uh social media not entirely i'm on there my old stuff's on there it's like it's whatever if you want to use it against me i guess you can but i've been careful i feel like i've been careful i don't know maybe there's something there perhaps i should delete it i don't know i don't know but i am not so obsessed i've actually taken it off my phone put it on a, a my old phone so it's like separate now and that's Great. It's great because now all I do is just look at the Bitcoin price uh, 24 hours a day. But besides that, but I think that's more productive. <laughs> like I'm learning, I'm learning about the market behavior. That's what I tell myself. I'm learning, I'm learning. You have red, green, up, down. I'm learning. Uh, it's just fucking. You can just see it, the fucking graph on my screen. So what the fuck is that graph? That's what my lady's saying. She's like, what the fuck? I'm just, I'm learning. Learning about the markets. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's going to be, is it going to be fucking plebs and pats? It's maybe, maybe, maybe it's going there, right? You know, that, that's a joke I've been saying, right? If it's going to be rich and poor only, if there's only going to be two types of people, isn't it better to kind of be the rich? I mean, isn't it just, be, I'm just saying objectively, isn't it better? Isn't it better? And I, and I don't know if owning Bitcoin makes you rich, but. Maybe owning something will. Yeah, maybe it's better than owning nothing. Maybe, like, you know, we've been tricked into thinking that having money is all that matters. But what happens when that money is worth nothing? Then the thing that matters is having stuff. 
the stuff is what matters. The only reason money is important is because of the stuff you can get. So in the end, it's the stuff. The stuff, okay? The problem with stuff, though, is you can't carry it all. You need money to carry it all. <laughs> it's, a, it's like it's just all your money is in stuff. We could do the stuff. You can see that's another compelling reason for crypto and all of that. Um, so whatever. What am I doing? Crypto through the tulips. That's one of my titles that i was thinking of like oh should i start a crypto podcast should i start that's what i started thinking what i like when i learned about the market so like should i start a stock podcast should i start a different and i'm barely doing this podcast and i'll tell you why um you know i've been in a careful wait and see mode i'm just seeing if shit would really go down uh just to not be i don't want to be talking about what everybody's talking about it's like bullshit go down won't it or and especially now this the new era of the empire coming back empire 2.0 um you know it's time to play the game it's time to play the game whatever this game is i don't know what this game is it doesn't mean i'm like uh i don't know i'm not gonna really change i'm gonna be me but uh, i don't want to be all caught up with i don't want to talk about everything i don't want to talk about the same thing everybody's talking about okay i want to be able to entertain both pats and plebs i want to be able to ridicule them both i want to be able to get money from them both uh but i also want to be able to um i don't know make 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 you smile make you laugh make you think make you i don't know make you say hey that guy the guy is worth it this time i spent listening to the ramblings of this guy it was worth it it was worth it um was it i don't know it was worth it for me I'm paying for it. <laughs> I'm paying for it. And actually, shout out to Han Kim, major benefactor of the Rojan Kim cast. Who He's actually paying for, for this. So blame him, if anything. He is at fault. Um, and that is perhaps the final word on the subject. Han Kim is the reason why this is happening. If anybody is canceling me in the future dragging me to a gulag please know that han kim was my main benefit no i'm just kidding sorry han i wouldn't do you like that man uh i forged that check from han kim he's not affiliated with me at all send me to the gulag okay not han he's not responsible okay i forged i made it all up put me in the gulag Put me in the gulag. Will they be calling it the gulag? I don't know. I hope they have a cooler name for fun jail. I don't know. <laughs> Something fun. Fun jail. I hope they, you know, fun, fun jail. Maybe that's the kind of thing that, I, that sounds like, that sounds fun, right? Um, okay. Anyways. <sighs> I think maybe I should wrap it up here. So I'm not on social. No, I am on socials. So follow me. Follow me anyways on the Twitter and the Instagrams and all that. I'm still there. I'm just not, I'm not crazy on it anymore. Okay. I think it's time to, uh, not just give all, all your shit away. Like a fucking whore. You know what I mean? The whore who doesn't even get, no whores make money. Whores at least make money. What are we, what am I doing? I'm just giving it away for nothing. Giving it away for nothing. I don't know. <laughs> what is it all worth? Is it worth anything? If nobody even has it, Huh? I don't know. Like, is it is it Bitcoin or Ethereum? Am I Bitcoin or Ethereum? 
Uh, does that even make sense to anybody who doesn't find it? See, because Bitcoin is like gold and Ethereum is kind of like oil or electricity. So I'm trying to say, you know, is it like, am I a store of value or am I? Uh, to, all right. No. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was funny that uh, Jack Ma disappeared. He owns Chinese company Alibaba and was a big, started criticizing the Chinese government. And then he disappeared for weeks. And then they're like, is he dead? Is he fucking dead? And then apparently he showed up for 30 seconds on some Zoom show. Hey. And said, hey. It repeated a bunch of Chinese talking points. And then that was it. And then everybody was like, phew, he's not dead. Market just restored. Faith restored in the market, people said. That's where we are. That's where we're headed, okay? Uh, the state colluding with the media, manufacturing things, dissidents being taken away, even the rich, even the rich, even the fucking president of the United States, okay? You cannot be a... Di- if those dissidents, if you're not in, if you're not in, okay? If you're not in with the in crowd, with the right thing, even if you're the president of the United States, they'll fucking... They'll take your shit, okay? They'll take your shit. So what does that mean for plebs? What does that mean? Well, on one hand... Proles and animals are free, right? So we could, we're free to do whatever, but there's probably a line just like in China. We should learn from the Chinese. We should learn from them, honestly. They have a sense of freedom that we don't, but they also know the boundaries. The boundaries are very clear. So that's, I think, what's going to happen. Uh, that's what the culture war is going to bring is this clarity of boundaries. It needs to happen. There's too much chaos without it. Clarity of boundaries needs to start happening. And that's why going back to the thing I was saying about the citadel mindset, that mentality that's going around, you know, you got to draw your boundaries, got to be clear, have clarity. Okay. Maybe things like truth, honor, maybe those things will be valued. Maybe time will be start being honored. You know, Bitcoin, I can see as a philosophical sort of path to that culturally, you know, kind of the opposite of what happens with war and free credit, right? The mentality that comes from that very degenerate, uh, like decadent attitude versus one that's a little more, I don't know. Just a little more logical, a little more sound, a little more based on reason, a little more. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. You know, the, that's the only thing I do know, right? Is that I don't know. Shout out again. Okay, major benefactor. Not his fault. None of this is his fault. I, so put me in the gulag. All right. Follow me on. Oh, I was wrapping up. Follow me on Twitter. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, and well, until next time, we'll be back.